0: Thank you for listening to this podcast brought to you by the Center for Christian Music Studies at Baylor University. This podcast was recorded at the 2010 Alleluia Conference. In this session entitled, Putting Your Music Ministry on the Internet, Chris Pillsbury explains a step-by-step way to upload videos to the internet without breaking copyright law. If the words YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter raise your anxiety level, this session is for you. To learn more about the Alleluia Conference, visit us online at www.baylor.edu Alleluia.
1: Hi, my name is Chris Pillsbury, and I'm a, a, I'm a dual degree student here at Baylor. And today we're going to be talking about putting your music ministry on the internet, a legal, user-friendly approach. Today we have several objectives. Uh, we're going to talk about copyright law, we're going to talk about copyright myths, And then we're actually going to upload a video to YouTube. So we've got a lot to get done. We're going to jump on in here. We're going to customize a YouTube channel as well. So here's copyright law. It's chapter 11 of the U.S. copyright law. It's uh, um, very lawyer-esque. But the thing that we want to pay attention to is this dot to transmit or otherwise communicates to the public sounds or sounds and images of a live musical performance. So what that What that really means is that whenever copyright material is transmitted over any medium, it requires permission from the performer or publisher. So some of you might be saying, "But what about fair use? Um, How many of us have seen the Hitler video on YouTube where, uh, you know what I'm talking about, Hitler gets some bad news and there's there's a gazillion, that's right, that's right. That is actually a fair use of that. Document or of that that video clip because that is a commentary on something that's going on in society So that is fair use if they were to take that and just have the exact movie that would be considered illegal So um, for us musicians um, It is illegal for us to put something that starts at the beginning and ending So it goes all the way through. It's not just a segment, but it goes all the way through That is illegal to put on the internet so um, we're going to talk about some copyright myths. Um, what are you required to put up with your, with your video on YouTube? Um, here's some, a question for you. A. You are only required to put the title of the composition. Um, and what I did for this is I searched YouTube and I found various videos of churches that have put videos online and just watched the ways that they just Really, maybe not did the right thing. So you're not going to ask us to look at our own. No, no. I no. I you're not from Amarillo. That's what, that's why I was asking where you were from. <laughs> okay, this is our church in Amarillo, uh, Polk Street Methodist Church. As you can see, you have an anthem, not the title, sung by the sanctuary choir of Polk Street United Methodist Church. Okay, and I didn't put the sound on because it was making a really um, bad noise. But as you can see. You have the offertory, Majesty and your name, who's the composer, we don't really know. But this is on their YouTube channel. And I've contacted Polk Street and said, this is illegal. Have you guys wanted, do you want guys want to do anything about this? And I've not heard anything back. But every single anthem, they put on every week, which is, well, we're going to decide if it's legal or illegal. Okay, B, you are only required to put the name of the soloist and the group singing. This is from uh, a church that is uh, celebrating 27 years of music ministry. Um, And uh, you have the name of the soloist. Um, That's not really showing up very well. But you can, that is a really formal event where there's an orchestra, maybe that's helpful, maybe not. Where you have an orchestra, there's a lot of people here. Uh, It's a well-attended event. And they put this on YouTube to say, hey, look at this. But we have really no idea what the title is. We have no idea who the composer is, but we know who the soloist is. All right, and here's C. You're required to put the title, the composer, copyright date, publisher, and any other copyright information. This is required here at Baylor. As you can see, you have the title, Last Words of Dave by Randall Thompson, 1949 ECS Publishing, number 2154, you have the website ecspublishing.com, all rights reserved, used by permission. Okay. And here's that, here's that video here. So we're gonna take, we're just gonna take a quick poll. How many say A is the correct answer? All right, how about B? Alright. Of course, we all know that the answer is C. But most people don't really think about that when they put it on YouTube. So here's the, the. I think the main part of this session is not only to show you how to put the video on YouTube, but how to do it legally. So how do I legally post on YouTube? It's simple. You ask for a license. How many of us? How many of us know what a license is? For okay, we all we've all kind of sort of heard of licenses. Here. Um, there are really two types of licenses. The one that pertains to uh, YouTube is uh, called a synchronization license. And a synchronization license gives the holder the right to synchronize a musical composition in time relation with audiovisual images on film or videotape. Not all publishers treat these requests the same. So, um, what this piece of paper right here, this yellow piece of paper, this is from Alfred Publishing and the, the Men's Choir has just released an album called Homeward Bound. It's actually being duplicated right now. And this is a synchronization license from Alfred. And if you look on the back side, I believe it's on the back side. Mm. Some point, let's see. Yes, on the front side, number two, shall be a total of $25. So for us to be able to put Homeward Bound on our YouTube channel, we need to pay them $25 for a license. Um, not all publishers treat them the same. Here's from voce um, This is a, a piece called Danny Boy, and we just emailed them and asked them for permission, and they um, emailed us a license. Um, Shermer um, is very, uh, they think a lot of their music, and so this is for Promised Land, Um, They wanted to charge us $250 to put it online for three months. Needless to say, um, that didn't get put online. Um, So, I think this right here proves that we just can't throw something on YouTube because publishers, the the composers have to eat somehow, so um, we need to ask for a license. Uh, Okay, the synchronization license... um, And then there is a mechanical license. A mechanical license is something that is used for duplication. So uh, whenever the the men's choir um, duplicated um, their CD, we contacted Harry Fox. Harry Fox is an agency that controls um, many different publishers' um, licenses to to burn copies of a disc. So this could be uh, a DVD. This could be a uh, CD, but we have to pay for a license and kind of the way that this works is um, For any track that is below five minutes. It is 99 cents per replication So we did two thousand dollar we did two thousand copies and you can see here um, on the Harry Fox um, They charged a royalty rate of hundred and eighty two dollars to put one track on our CD and that, that fee is cycled throughout. Um, the the comp- composer gets some, the publisher gets some. Um, Harry Fox, of course, will get some because they're the one that's providing the medium. So that's a mechanical license. How do I contact a publisher? It's really not that difficult. Many of us, we've just come out of a music. Can I, who has their reading session music with you? Let me just borrow. Okay, this is from Morian's Publishing. They even have a website right here. So, um, what you need to do whenever you contact a publisher is give them this number right here. That way they know that you are not using the SAB or the SA. Um, you know exactly which version of this music that you're using. Um, so, um, when you go to their website, look for licenses or contact us. Let's take a browse over to the Alfred website real quick. Did you, when you made
2: the CD, though, you paid that per song on the CD? Yes,
1: right? yes, that's per song on the CD. That's just not for right. a license to, to publish um, the entire CD. That's per track on the CD. So did
2: you get all of that information before you even decided what was going on the CD? So that you didn't record something and then... Like the other one wanted to charge you more for it or something? With mechanical
1: license, that's a good question. With mechanical licenses, the 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 fee rate is more standard. Uh, With synchronization license, as we can, as we have seen, there's a lot of variability there. So here's the Laurean's website. Um, So if we go down here, um, we can see licensing request. Click on that. And that would take us to um, a place where you would just follow this prompt and you would become you would get put in contact with someone who would email you and that's the way that you would contact the publisher so it's not that difficult but it just takes it takes that extra effort so um, what do you include in the request letter I find that this request letter is really important, uh, because if the publisher knows that you have a lot of money, they might charge you a lot of money. So put in your organizational name. The purpose of the license, hey, we're a youth choir. We're putting our our, um, video online. um, And we want to use this as a way to not only promote our choir, but to promote your material. Um, You want to include the song title, the publisher of the song, and then a link to your YouTube channel. We'll talk about the YouTube channel in just a little bit. but that way they can go check out your YouTube video or YouTube channel see that you are legit, that you want to be legal, you want to not, just kind of just put it out there because everyone else has been it out there. Um, and I, th- I think that a lot of publishers will want to work with you. At least that's been my experience. So here's a sample letter that I wrote to Santa Barbara Music. I'm writing on behalf of the Baylor University Men's Choir. We would like to request a synchronization license to put similar videos of the choir singing music from your company on our YouTube page. When we last requested license to do this, you graciously granted them. Here are the pieces that we are requesting license for. The coconut, and then here we have that publisher's number that we talked about earlier. And that way, they can just go into their files and say, OK, this is exactly what we want. And if there's anything that they need to let us know about this, uh, as far as um, composer, copyright stuff, that makes it really easy for them. Okay. As in all the videos, we will give credit to the publisher and provide a link to the publishing website where the piece can be purchased. You can see this site here, youtube.com user. Okay, i look forward to your reply, Chris Pillsbury. Okay, so let's say you've done all this and you got the license. Now what? You need if how many of us have a YouTube account? Okay, not all of us. Great, great. You will, after you today, you will know how to create a YouTube account. Um, in your handout here, I have um, any, everything that you see on here is in here. So feel free to make notes. I've tried to make this as simple as possible. Um, who, yeah, yeah. Who else needs you. Like right, great, great. Create a YouTube account. All right. Here's the YouTube homepage right here. Uh, And the first thing we're going to do, you want to create an account. So you're going to press Create an Account. And this screen will come up. Um, And what you want to do here is this where you enter in your username. Um, And that will be the name of your channel. So what I suggest you doing is like um, FBC Bagby. Methodist Church, or you know, something, something like that. So um, what will, this will later become an address that you can send people to. So you don't want to put Nancy Sue 57. You, will, you want to put something that is near your um, or related to your church music ministry. Let's see some confused looks. Just something that is, um, if you're a youth choir director at Paramount Terrace Christian Church, you could say PTCC Youth Choir. And that would be your username. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. What? Here's what I was saying. What your username is right here, that would become the link that you can send people. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. At the very bottom of this, um, there's a, a thing where you can say accept. You're gonna press accept. And then you will see this screen here. Um, What I think is easiest is to create a YouTube account. So you would put in your email address, a password, re-enter your password, and type in the security feature, and then press create my new account, and finish. And what this will do, this will send your email, whatever email you enter in there, a confirmation email. And you will see this on the next page. It says, please check your email to confirm your address. Um, A confirmation email has been sent to you. It may take a few minutes. Follow the directions in the email. Confirm and complete your account. So what will will happen? You'll get an email that looks like this. All you have to do is click on this link. And that says, hey, I'm actually a real person. I really want to create this YouTube account. And then it will send you back to your YouTube page. Okay. Now you will notice that you are now um, logged in. Okay. So, what we will do now is press upload. Then you will see a screen like this. And then you will just press upload video. What will happen then is a window will pop up on your screen that says, all right, where is the video? And you're going to navigate on your computer to where your video is. And then you're going to press select. So I selected majesty and glory of your name and then press select. If there are any questions, please raise your hand. Yeah. Yeah? Yes, sir. How we,
3: does
1: that We covered that just a little bit earlier. Um, that's okay. That, that's fine. Um, you can contact the publisher and ask for a synchronization license um, by, by um, uh, getting your music out um, and just requesting a synchronization license. Um, I can give you a crash course afterwards if you like. Okay, so we have our legal video to upload now. When you press select, your video will already begin uploading. And now, this is the most important part because this is what separates an illegal video from a legal video. Here's your progress bar. You want to put the piece title here, not not uh, uh, youth choir sings uh, anthem on first Sunday lunch. You want to put the title of the piece. So this is going to be the last words of David, and then I put out beside that Baylor choir But I have the title there. And then you're going to put the copyright information here. And what most publishers—it's been my experience that most publishers will send you something to put right there. Um, sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's a little. If they don't, you'll want to put the, the name of the piece in quotation marks. You want to put the composer. you want to put what year was composed in. you want to put the publishing number. That, you know that number that we talked about earlier? You want to put that on there. So that way, if someone sees this video, they can say, Okay, I want to go to the Lorians website and get 2575T and they, you'll order that exact music. Then put the website of the publisher, all rights reserved, used by permission. And that way they will know, whoever's viewing your video will know that this is a legal video. And you're also being a good example to the hundreds of millions out there that aren't being a good example. Okay. So, what you will see now is that, see how these are no longer gray? These are actually pictures of the video here. Um, And you see a link that says your video will be live in a moment at this particular address. We have the title, we have the description. Now we're going to add a tag. How many of us have used a search engine engine called Google or YouTube or uh, Yahoo? We've all used search engines, right? um how do you whenever we put in like um what we want to know like we want to know about directing a youth choir or children's choir you type in children's choir space directing well those words are called tags, and those words um, um help the search engine know what you're looking for and so what we're doing here is we're saying If people search this combination of words, we want our video to be shown. So um, we put in Baylor Men's Choir, Men's Choir, Randall Thompson Choir, and what will happen is that um, Google will will, um, begin to think about this, and then it will say, hey, we see that your video is a music video, and it's associated with choir. Here are other suggestions that we have. And so you can look at that list and say, yeah, that's right. I should put piano in there, or I should put musical instrument. Um, And that just, the more appropriate tags you have, the more your video will will be found when people search. Go ahead. Is the title
2: automatically a
1: tag? Yes. This information here is a part of the tag as well. It wouldn't hurt to put it down here, though. Good question. Any other questions?
3: I right. know so you put it, whether remains means five card you
1: put it you dial in the title the tag. Yes. Yes. Good observation. All right. We're, we're going to go through this later. We're going to do this live in just a couple minutes. So we'll have another exposure to this. Okay. At the very bottom of that tag list, we're going to have a category. And this is just another thing that helps YouTube categorize the video and help other users find your video. So uh, I selected music, okay now you're gonna press save and what's gonna happen it'll look like nothing has actually happened and that's okay the screen may flash but what you said is I want to save these changes. That's okay. All right now we're going to scroll back up to the top of that page and we're going to go over to our right hand side where we see our username. We're going to press this triangle that's next to our, um, our username. And that will give us this menu here. And then we're going to press My Channel. Remember when we talked about the channel earlier and the channel name? Here's where this is, becomes really important. Here is um, my, my personal YouTube channel. Um, And so you can see here's the video that we uploaded earlier, and then here are a couple other videos that I've used for school Um, So what is what is important? um, Well, hold on. We'll just keep going. All right, we're gonna press settings Okay, and that will bring us to a menu that looks like this right here here is the, the link that someone would use to get to my website. And you can see how that meets up right here. I suggest that you enter in a church ministry name here. I put FBC Bagby Avenue Baptist Church. And you can see now how the title here now matches Bagby Avenue. And that just is another thing that gives you some credibility when people are looking at your website to say this is not Grandma's 257, but this is FBC Bagby Avenue Church. It's just showing that. Now we're going to click on themes and colors. You can customize the look of your channel on YouTube. So um, I've selected red there. And as you can see, how this is different from the gray we had earlier. See how that's gray? Question
3: about that. Sure. Related to each other, is that right? Or, or do
1: you have to do it? You'll have a channel created um, whether you're conscious, whether, whenever you have a username, that will be, each user is given a channel. Now, whether you edit that channel, um, um, whenever someone clicks on your username in YouTube, you'll. That's the channel, and you'll see all the related
3: videos that came down under that. Yes. Under that all right. of the
1: videos that they have uploaded will be on their channel.
3: Exactly. That makes sense. Exactly. Okay, so, is the username and the channel name different? Can be
2: different.
3: They can be
1: different. They can be the same. I would encourage you to have the username and the channel be the same, since it's just simpler. If they are the same, you avoid that step. Um, I wanted to show you that it was that you can still have a, a username and a different channel name. Okay. Are we all on the same page? We are doing good? All right. We're almost done. One last step. We customize the colors. Alright, we're done. This is what the channel that we've edited looks like. We've titled the, um, the channel. We've changed the channel name. We've uploaded Passwords to David. We've put the name here, and we've put the copyright information over here. And we've changed, we've, changed the, um, we've changed the colors. And this is live right now at youtube.com slash cjp03a. OK, let me show you the Baylor Men's Choir YouTube site. Uh, and maybe this will be helpful for you. Um, uh, hold on just a second. I have the wrong link in there. There we go. There's the Baylor Minus Choir page. Now you can see that we have this is a different color that the brightness is not right. Um, we have a different color, but we have the Baylor Men's Choir. We have the videos here. We have the and that's all black. Um, all the information that we uploaded earlier is right there. So
2: each one of those videos on the side, you got permission for and you pay for.
1: Um, actually, for these, we never had to pay anything. We didn't have to pay for any of these licenses. It's only been the second round of videos that I've um, gotten licensed for that I actually had to pay for. So this doesn't have to cost you money. Um, it just depends upon the publisher.
2: So if your students or the members of the choir decide to just randomly put one of the pieces from their concert on from mm-hmm. their own whatever they did, mm-hmm. technically you're supposed to do it like this? Yes. Even though the kids don't. Yes. yes. You can only technically put 30 seconds of a piece of music on video or audio on the internet without having to pay or ask permission
1: for a life. What YouTube has done because there, this is just a um, prolific problem. Um, YouTube is very intelligent at being able to sense copyrighted material that's on their website. So if you have, I'm sure we've all seen, "How Great Is Our God," and you have the. The pictures in the background and the lyrics, we've all seen those. If you'll notice when you do that, there's a link that pops at the very bottom that gives you the opportunity to buy that on Amazon.com. That's a way that that, um, that YouTube has gotten around people doing that. But with us, as we are doing, um, as we are performing it with our own ensembles, uh, YouTube won't catch that. So um, it's important that we go through these steps. Okay. Any other questions?
2: I have a question about copyright. Sure. Um, so many churches put will video take their entire service mm-hmm. and put it on the on the church website.
1: Yeah, you're right.
2: And that's that's illegal. That's illegal.
1: Okay. That's illegal. They can get in a lot of trouble for that.
2: I thought so, but it's just so out there that uh, I wondered if there was some sort of fair use
1: church. Mm-mm. CCLI um, is an organization that allows uh, churches to pay membership fee, right. and then they have the ability to photocopy right. certain music. But that doesn't apply to choir anthems, there's a lot of stipulations in there. But that was a way um, for publishers to make money off of churches, um, but still give them grace. Before that, it was just prolific, you know, churches were copying everything. So.
3: So there's, there's no version of that as yet in terms of a, a synchronization, blanket synchronization license.
1: No, you have to do each individual video for a synchronization yeah, license. A of services that will provide
0: you with mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, what are the? Uh, CopyrightSolver.com.
1: Okay. right Would you say a little bit louder?
0: I mean, if you're live on the internet, copyrightsolver.com. Sure, we can look there. S O L V E R. The other one was. They have. Their-
1: Another good resource is called onelicense.net. If you'll notice that, um, I think it's on Thursday's worship, uh, the Abana in heaven, um, we had to get a onelicense.net license for that. And that just gives gives us permission to sing or perform that work um, in a gathering that's not on Sunday morning. And that allows us to both put the music in the um, worship folder it also allows us to put um, to to actually sing it. So, any other any other this is really helpful. Any other suggestions that I you was know? Curious, since you've had some experience with this, what
3: this ballpark cost? Any idea?
1: Any other, any other helpful things that y'all have found in your experience?
2: So, Adam, you're saying that if you want to put your service on the web, you have
0: to get them- one.
1: Any other suggestions? Great.
0: I just had a question sure. about the website that you had after a few minutes before we went to this. Yes. That's your actual men's choir? That is the actual men's
1: choir website. Okay.
0: So that was obviously created separately as well. That was created separately,
1: and what our webmaster actually did is he put um, our channel inside of the website. So um, the second site that I showed you, I apologize for my error. Um, The second set that I showed you is actually on YouTube. All right, are we ready to do it live for real? All right, we are all excited about this. All right. Okay. Sign up. Now, I need your help. I need you to tell me what to do from your instructions. So, what's the first thing we do? Create an account. Create an account. All right. What's my username going to be? Someone come up with something clever. I'll well, we cl-
3: I'll leave.
1: All right. Username invalid. No, we cannot have. But we can do that. Check availability. Username invalid. Well, I guess not. So, all right. Username available. All right. We live in the United States. Seven six seven zero six. Okay. We'll put my birthday, so we don't have to ask any questions. Eight four. All right, now we're going to press I accept. All right, I created an email address just for this. All right, I'm going to choose a password. Oh, my gosh. R-E-C-L-I-N-G-S-T. Okay, cross your fingers. Let's see if this works. Oh, I put the wrong... Well, I don't think we got it right. All right. Good for y'all. I didn't think it was actually that. Good for y'all. All right. So now I'm going to go to my email address. All right, inbox. Hey, there we go. Google email verification. All right. Click on this, right? I click on this link. All right. Now it takes me to the YouTube homepage. All right, what do I do next? Upload. Upload. All right, good for y'all. All right, now what? Upload again. All right. Y'all are on top of this. Okay. Find the video. All right. Then we press select. Right. Now it's starting to upload. Okay. What actually happens here is. Google puts the name of the file here. So you might want to make a note to go ahead and change that file name to um, be a little more um, less looking file name. So in other words, it puts the exact file
0: it name in ex- your file in on your
1: other page. Exactly. If you don't want it to be called that, as when you change it. Exactly. So I didn't want it to be called that. So we're going to make it last words of David, Baylor, Okay, and then we put the copyright information. I don't have that ready available, so we're going to put in... What What information do we need to put in? We need to put in the title. Composer. Copyright date? You get the idea. Okay, and then we add what? tags, which would be... And these should be separated by commas, by the way. Title of them. Um, this could be Baylor University. And, um, Great. All right. Now we're going to select the category. What should it be? Music. Music. Very good. All right. And we want the public to see this. So we're going to Save Changes. Now you see how when we press Save Changes, nothing really seemed to happen. That's OK. That means that this video has been saved and it's going to continue to upload. See, your video settings have been saved once your video is completed.
0: So you have to kind of wait until I guess through running this course before you do anything
1: else. A blue line up there. Mm-mm. OK, now what do we do next? Okay, so we're going to go to the uh, triangle next to the username. we're going to go over here to my channel. Oh, I was wrong. You, I have to wait for the uh, video to upload. Okay.
0: Or else it doesn't get it all. Is that right? If it hasn't uploaded, it doesn't save it all.
1: That's what it looks like. This is uh, what this message is saying. So, we have about 30% left. Um, so, yeah, the upload is in progress. So we're just going to wait just a couple minutes. This
3: and the, the important one there on the bottom right is do not upload any TV shows to videos.
1: Mm-hmm. Same right? so Do not. YouTube has, um, which is owned by Google, YouTube has uh, a whole server and database of copyrighted material that they compare every uploaded video to. So if a video matches the copyrighted material, it just throws it out automatically. How many of you are aware of the recent uh, suit against uh, YouTube by Viacom? Okay. Yeah. Um, There's a suit against YouTube by Viacom um, on, um, the basis of copyright, and they said that YouTube allows too much copyrighted information and data on their um, website. They actually won. They Viacom lost the the uh, lawsuit because it was proven in court that YouTube has enough um, um, entities that prevents it from putting. Um, Copyrighted material app, or if copyrighted material is found, it's very easy for them to um, remove it. Okay, now our video is 100% uploaded. All right, now we're going to go to my channel. As you can see, here's the video that we just uploaded. It may be um, encoding on the server for a little bit, so you probably can't see. Let's see what happens if we press play. Oh. Great. So our video is already live. So now what do we do? If we want to edit the, um, the settings of the channel. Okay. Settings. settings. OK. All right. Uh,
3: the name of your group or, I guess, Baylor University. Acquired. OK.
1: <coughs> Great. OK, and Baylor's colors our green and gold, so we're gonna change our colors to green and gold. As you can see how it changed it down here from the gray that was there. So as you can see here, our username is youtube.com slash user slash conference. So that's a link that you can send out very easily in an email. Um, and um, I found this to be a, a great page to say, hey, this is some of the stuff we're doing. Um, and I'm sure the composers also like this page. So, the
3: so username sure. is all conference, but the email associated was the one that you created. With the audio
1: yes.
2: you do those
1: licensing letters, all of them through internet You could probably. It, yeah it, they they normally got back with me pretty quick um, I've just been in contact with uh, Oxford University Press and they got back to me pretty quick so um, they're really nice when I when I've talked with them any other questions so
0: usually it will be the recording mechanical that once someone's recorded it and they-
1: No, I haven't run into that. No, yet. They, you know, I think with Shermer, they just they just said, you know, we're going to give you two hundred and you put it on there for three months and charge you two hundred and fifty dollars. That's what Shermer said. So um, if that's a way of saying no, yeah, they said no. <laughs>
2: 2,000 of them. Harry Fox does have kind of a deal where you can pay. I think we paid $500 mm-hmm. to have 250. If we limited our CDs to just we just press 250 or whatever, then they just
3: gave us a you know cut rate. Kind yeah, that's of that's that's kind of their minimum anyway. The
2: that's it? their minimum. I mean, you. I mean, right. if you're only going to do 50, you're still going to have a license for 250. Right. Right. That. So.
1: Those two thousand CDs take up a lot of room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? These are good questions, keep them coming.
3: Well, just a comment. Um, three or four years ago we had Joe Martin and we, for a weekend and and we videoed it and I put a couple of, there's a couple YouTubes up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Specifically legal like we did here.
0: Yeah.
3: But uh, they just wanted to put who the publisher or
0: the music was. So that could kick back down
3: that mm-hmm. people that who was. Right. So you can get to that file and like exactly and edit whatever you want to do. Yeah, you
1: can go back and change stuff mm-hmm. and right? Yeah. There's a lot of other stuff this channel can do, but I just wanted to give you guys just a simple um just a simple, this is how you can get it up there. And then as you get it up there, you got, you'll got you begin to play around um, with it. But this is I just want to give you, this is the simplest way to put your music ministry online. Well, I'll ask you one more. Quick sure. One. Other than G. Shermer, who else have you found particularly difficult? Disney. Disney, Disney. Disney. Disney won't let you
2: do it. <laughs> I I've ever, 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 ever deal with hey, Okay. Disney. No Disney. No Disney. Disney.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: okay, well. yeah. I
0: think the Harry Fox people are pretty tricky
1: to deal with. They, they're tricky they're to much deal much with. I have not, um, they, whenever you call the 1-800 number, they will not answer. You have to leave a message and then they call you back. And I got frustrated one day, so I just started pressing a bunch of buttons to see if I could finally get someone. I finally got to talk to someone and, you know, got transferred to someone else. But um, they're, they're really difficult to, to contact as well. Sure.
3: For the days of CCLI, I tried to get copyright permission for from different publishers. Mm-hmm. And it
1: was a Oh my gosh. It
3: was always, you can do this, and I tell you you can do this, so that they wouldn't send it. Oh my goodness.
1: Maybe a week, two weeks. Um, that's not bad. Um, it just depends upon their work for it, I'm, I'm assuming. But I haven't found that you're waiting you know, just enormous amounts of time on most of this stuff. Well,
3: Mark Edwards was saying for the new hymnal, the Solar Aggression, that they didn't get one of them.
1: One of the, one um, of the, uh, one of the services uh, that we've done here, um, with the Center for Music Studies, um, you know, we've asked and asked and asked for permission, and um, sometimes they won't get back with us too. So, but that's that's I've only encountered that in using, you know, getting like a one license.net license for a particular performance venue. So I haven't. But I, I haven't been doing this that long, so um, you, it sounds like you guys have had other experiences as well.
3: If you have all of the,
0: let's say you have a, a DVD of all your concert, Betterman's Bar, and you have has songs on it, or whatever, this is probably a dumb question, but how, how do you extract? No, I, I, no. I that's that's actually I what I
1: that's I what know. I actually did on this. I had a have a movie editing program and I, I cut the video up and then uh, saved each um, clip as it as its own file. It's like um uh, Proxy has I can't remember what the name of it is, never, I, I used never had an
2: opportunity
1: to mess with it, so I
0: was yeah. off the easy, I guess not hard if you
1: it's, it's really not that hard to do. Um, some other fancy stuff that I added to these is at the very end, I flashed on the screen um, the copyright information. But um, in answer to your question, there's uh, Final, uh, Final Cut Pro, or uh, I use Final Cut Express. Um, iMovie will do that for you. Um, and there's just a host of other movie editing. It just depends on how fancy you want to get and all the features you want to get. But something really basic like that is not not that difficult to do. It may take you an afternoon or a weekend. Because videos have to be in a
3: specific format. To yes. Show you to YouTube.
1: Point. You know, you don't do it over and over again. You just kind of have
2: to
1: Does it have to be an MP4? YouTube accepts um, several formats. MP4, I believe it's AVI, uh, uh, QuickTime um, Anyone else know of any others? They accept they accept a whole host of them. Um, and that that information is on the website. Um, MP4 is a it's a good format I found to use. Maybe even MP4V. Um, that's all that I have. I'll be up, I'll be up here. If you have any. one more one last question. Um, the website
3: itself, you don't have any suggestions there.
1: Which which. What you can do um, on these on the, on the YouTube videos they have the option for you to in, uh, embed them. So if you do this you can um, there will be a tag that you can put in the HTML of your website and that will display the, the same video on the YouTube videos at the very bottom right it says YouTube. We actually have uh, there's a, uh, a um, computer science student who designed this, um, but you can also. This is based on WordPress. Our website is just based on a WordPress um, website design. And then, we, what is that? Clover sites.
2: Their websites are very. What they do is they design the templates, and and they sell you the template, and you put the content in. But the website's already designed, and they're really good. They're really really nice looking. Websites. Clover sites, clover clover, and then s i t e s dot com, and they've got when you click on their homepage, they've got a. That you video that tells
1: you all about
2: what they do, but um, you pay them so much up front, and then you pay them a nominal every month to keep it on your server. And I think our church is going back.
1: They're really nice. They're well, you know, really well organized. Any other questions? Thank you all for being here. I hope you enjoy. your stay at the conference. I hope you find. Good ideas and get refreshed and rejuvenated. Um, That's been our prayers. We've been working on this conference for y'all. So enjoy. Thank
0: you again for listening to this podcast. To learn more about the Alleluia Conference, visit us online at www.baylor.edu/slash Alleluia.